Welcome to your Latina Hermana podcast, a safe space where my first-gen Latina and Latino children can feel heard and supported, a community to empower and break generational cycles. My name is Leslie and I am your host. Hi everyone, happy November. I can't believe that 2023 is coming to an end already. Now be- moments for getting through the days that you felt like giving up but didn't be proud of yourself and celebrate yourself because you deserve to recognize all the work you've put in and i also know that last week was dia de los muertos so if you're someone who celebrated i just want to say that my heart goes out to you and your loved ones i know that celebrating dia de los muertos can be a bittersweet moment where we celebrate the memories of our loved ones who have passed away but it can also be a little bit painful and very painful for those who have recently lost loved ones or if it's your first time putting an ofrenda up, if it's your first time celebrating it or your first time back celebrating it after a while. I just want to say that I am proud of you. You are not alone. And I dedicate this episode to you because that is what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the feelings after you know, this type of celebration and we can sometimes have feelings that still linger on after that. And I also just want to put a quick disclaimer to please be your own best advocate, do your proper research. Everything that I say in today's episode are things that have personally helped me and I hope they help you. But of course, do your research first and always do what works best for you. I hope you guys find this episode helpful, and if you did, message me, comment, leave me a rate, review, let me know what you guys think. And of course, I love you guys, and here's to us healing together. You're not alone, and I hope this episode helps. So for those who are new here, I just want to give you guys a quick background as to my own story, just so you guys know where this is heading. And basically, when I was 12 years old, I lost my mother due to kidney disease, And I realize now how much that has affected me in my adult life and how much it affected me in my teenage adolescent years. But that's for another conversation, okay? (laughs) But anyways, growing up, not having resources available to me or, you know, I came from a Hispanic household where talking about emotions wasn't really an option. It wasn't something that we sat down and really talked about what we were feeling my father and I don't know if you're able to relate to this coming from immigrant parents you know they come here trying to do the best they can to just survive so from my own personal experience I saw how my dad and anyone in general from my family really neglected their mental health and it was almost like taboo to speak about our mental health and so that can be very detrimental to our own well-being, especially growing up because I saw now as an adult, I have a hard time processing or dealing with my emotions or my feelings because growing up, I didn't have the proper tools or the resources that I needed to better support myself. And of course, I'm not pointing fingers at anyone because at the end of the day, you know, our parents tried the best they could. My father tried the best he could. 
And I think that for a while, I was very angry and I would blame him or other people for everything that transpired in my life. Now, of course, I feel like I'm getting a little off topic, but in general, these are little things that I'm catching on now as an adult that explains my behavior, explains the frustrations that I felt or the hurt and pain I felt. And a lot of it had to do with grieving the loss of my mother that I really didn't learn how to process. And so maybe you're able to relate to this because like I said, growing up, I didn't have a great therapist. I had a therapist from school, but she kind of sucked. <laughs> and that's not throwing shade at her, right? But as a child, I didn't know what therapy was. And I always had this misconception. And let me know if you're able to relate to this. I used to think that going to therapy or getting any type of mental help, I was crazy. Como yo estoy loca, something's wrong with me if I'm going to therapy. Something's wrong with me if I'm seeking out for help. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact growing up from an immigrant household where, again, mental health wasn't really advocated. It wasn't given to them. You know, they had to survive. So a lot of their time was spent on surviving, on providing food for us, on working long hours. So again, a lot of it was just due to the lack of resources and information given to us and provided to us. So again, I give my parents grace for everything that they've done. But I see now as an adult, looking back on how much I've had to process and how much I did process in either the wrong way or ways that weren't the healthiest and in general, just kind of going through loops. And again, I had this misconception of grieving and healing and thinking that it's a line, like literally a straight line and you go through all the stages and that's it. After you're done with the last stage, you're good. You're never going to grieve again. Like everything's going to be rainbows and sunshines. And unfortunately, it is not like that. But there's also grace within that. And what I mean by this is when I realized, and honestly, I didn't realize this until I want to say two, three years ago. So it's not that long ago that I really came to this realization that no, Grieving comes in waves. It is not one linear path. It's like scribbles everywhere, up, down, sideways, backwards, up, like everything. And honestly, when I made this realization, it has helped me so, so much. Just realizing and knowing that one, it's okay to feel the pain again. Two, you're not crazy. <laughs> like there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with seeking help, whether therapist, support group, a friend, anything that you feel comfortable doing that's going to help you improve your mental health and it's going to help you through the grieving process, do it. And you're not crazy. No eres loca, no estás loco. There's nothing wrong with you. And I just generally hope that by hearing this, you're able to know that you're not alone because sometimes that's how we feel. And there are moments where we do have to grieve on our own. There are seasons where we have to go through the process alone. But if you don't have to go through it alone, don't. If there's people who want to lend a hand out to you, take the hand. It doesn't make you any less of a person it doesn't make you any less strong it doesn't make you weak it makes you more powerful because now you have people that are there to uplift you 
and be there to support you during these times because I know they're hard. I know they're not easy, which gets me to the point of I know that Dia de los Muertos have passed. And I know that within those feelings can come happiness. It can come a little bit of relief, but it can also come with sadness and it can also come with anger and frustrations and it can also come with guilt and it can come with all these million negative feelings. But I want you to know that it's okay to feel them. And it's okay that it passed already and you're still feeling some type of way, whether you're sad or angry or you're filled with guilt. Allow yourself to feel because burying them deep inside you, guess what? They're not going away. And this is something that I had to learn the hard way because I would repress my feelings. I would suppress, suppress, suppress. And they're going to come up. They're going to come up like word vomit. And either you're really physically going to throw up or you're just going to break down one day and you're going to have to let all of that built up out. And trust me, I think it's best if you do it when you feel it and at that time instead of building it up more and more. And I know that even that itself can be hard. It can be a process to just allow yourself to be vulnerable and to open up. But guess what? You don't have to do it with other people. You can do it within yourself. But you have to be comfortable enough to do it with your own person. And again, if you're not comfortable with that, it takes time. It takes practice. With me, I always held it in. I always held in my emotions until I physically couldn't anymore. And then I would notice that literally the smallest little trigger would set me off. And it's because time after time after time, I've just been ignoring it or suppressing it to the point where you no longer physically can't. And then it's very painful, physically painful, emotionally painful, mentally draining. And I don't want that for you because I've been there and I think you deserve the best type of care for yourself and allowing yourself to feel your emotions is part of that. And also knowing that it's okay to rely on other people. I literally just made an episode about community and relying on others for help. And I know it can be hard, especially if you have trust issues or if people have let you down. Guess what? It doesn't have to be your vecinos or even your own family or friends. You can reach out to support groups. It takes a village. It takes a community to help us through these grieving moments. And you're not alone. Find a support group. There's millions of groups on Facebook. Honestly, you guys, Facebook is top tier for for groups. And join a grieving group. And if you're someone who isn't in the position to participate in those groups or to be open enough to allow yourself to share your experience or your feelings with others, just watch what everyone else posts. I think that helps me sometimes too. I have, I'm in so many Facebook groups for self-development, self-improvement. And sometimes I don't post my feelings. I don't post about what I'm going through, but I read other people's stories and other other people's opinions and the comments. And again, always take everything with a grain of salt. Be your own best advocate. But sometimes just hearing what other people have to say helps us. Just reading what someone else has to say may help you. 
right? You never know who you're going to come across that may be going through a similar experience like you. And then you're able to relate to them and build that connection and even ask them questions. How did you get through it? How did you start this? How did you deal when you felt angry or sad or you had seasons of depression, right? There's different questions that you can ask them that can help you or in general. I think even now you can post anonymously. So even if you don't want to per se put yourself out there, do it anonymously, There's nothing wrong with that. And again, listen, I know it's hard. Just you listening to this episode about grief is enough. So I want you to take it at your own pace. But I do want you to stay committed and take the steps necessary to help you. Because if not, you're going to stay stuck. And that's the truth. Because I've stayed stuck for a long time before. And I really wouldn't go out of my way to do any research to really help myself. And to be honest, a lot of it was because I was avoiding all the suppressed feelings that I had very deep inside. And a lot of it was pain. I was grieving and I was hurting so much for the loss of my mother that instead of actually coping with it, I suppressed and suppressed and suppressed And one, give yourself grace because for a very long time, I would torment myself for not grieving because I knew it was painful, right? But instead of giving myself grace, I would torment myself like I should have done this, I should have done that. And, you know, filling myself up with regret, with anger, with pain. And again, this all comes with grieving. But allowing yourself to feel these things. And again, for a long time, I wasn't. And there would be glimpses where I would just trauma dump or like really, really let everything out. And again, it comes up like word vomit. And a lot of it, again, was because of the pain. So I understand that it is painful. It's painful to actually accept the fact that our loved ones are no longer here with us physically. But some things that have helped me overcome those feelings is one, reminiscing on the times that I did have with my mother. And obviously apply this to your own experience and within your own circumstances because I know that every circumstance is different. But from my own experience, and again, it took me a long time to get here. So the reason why I emphasize a lot on the time is because sometimes when we hear someone already on their step 10 and you're on step one, you want to be at that other person's step 10. But in reality, take it at your own pace. And again, for me, it took years to even get to this part of my journey, which again, I'm not fully healed. And yeah, I have my moments where I grieve and I grieve hard because it's a hard loss, right? And one thing that I, I forgot where I heard this from. So if you guys know, just let me know so I can quote it directly. And I don't know if it's from a movie, a friend, or a book. I don't know. But somewhere along the lines of the harder it hurts or the harder the pain is, the the harder you loved. Somewhere around those lines. (laughs) I didn't make it too poetic. But basically, yeah, like, you know, you're feeling that pain is because you love that person dearly whoever that person may have been or those people may have been to you. And again, my heart goes out to you. And just know that aunque no estén en persona, 
They're always there looking out after you. And you are that physical embodiment of them. You are their representation of all the hard work that they put in. And they live through you. And that is why I want you to take care of yourself the way you deserve to be taken care of. And I am sorry if you also did not have the resources or the support that you needed if you lost someone at a younger age or even now and you don't have the resources or the support that you need, you have it now and you can have it starting today, starting after you hear this. Hop on Google and again, be your best own advocate. Don't just go off strictly off what Google says. Do your research, find articles, find medical help, maybe a therapist, a counselor, a support group, and really dive into the self-discovery because ultimately it's going to help you. And yeah, grieving isn't easy, but finding tools may help you. Finding a support group may make you feel less lonely. And all, all of this eventually will just help you navigate life and this journey all together. You're not alone. And one thing that has, another thing that has helped me as well is telling stories about them, keeping them in our memories. And I, I remember I saw this from when I watched Coco. Yo, uh, if you guys watch Coco during the season, especially, you will be bawling, or at least I, I cry. I'm a crybaby. So I cry with every deep movie, cartoon or not, I will cry. And when I watched Coco, I was sobbing, you guys, sobbing my eyes out. And yet, and I'm going to be straight out honest with you guys, it's hard for me to do ofrendas. I literally helped my father set everything up and even my brother. But for me to physically do one, it is so hard. And this year I was like, this is the year I'm going to do it. You guys, I bought everything and I didn't put it up. It was way too painful for me to do that. And again, the reason why I share timelines and I share my, my own personal story and what I'm going through at this moment is so you can feel supported, is to show you that I am also human. So yes, I know that it's not easy because I'm still having a hard time doing that. And if you're someone who pushed through that feeling and still did it, I am proud of you. And I'm proud of you even if you didn't do it either because I know the pain that comes with it. I know it's painful. I know it hurts. But there's other ways that you can celebrate them and honor them. And one thing that has helped me is that although I may not do them physically, my family does. My father does. My brother does. And it's something that I want to get myself more involved in. And next year, if I do it, I will keep you guys updated and we can do one together. But I want to let you guys know that this is a journey and I know it's hard, but you're not alone. And I don't want you to be alone. Find that support group. Find that therapist that will help you or find that counselor or a friend that you can confide in. And that's another thing, too. Sometimes when we talk to our friends, it's tricky to talk about these situations. One, you may feel guilty. I remember I felt so guilty talking to like my best friend about this. And I would apologize every time I would cry or just like ramble on. And they'll be like, why are you apologizing? Like, I'm here for you to hear you out. 
And again, a lot of it is from our upbringing. Maybe we feel like an estorbo for talking about our feelings, right? Because maybe growing up, it wasn't something that was normalized. And now as an adult, you may have a hard time sharing, whether it's with your BFF or on a support group or even with your therapist, if you go to therapy. But overall, I just want you to know that no, it is okay to talk about your feelings. If someone is lending you a hand, you take that hand and you hold on to it until you're able to get up on your own. And that is okay. And you are going to be okay. I think that this is sometimes something that we just need to hear. You are going to be okay. Even if you're not okay right now, or even if you weren't okay a week ago, you are going to be okay. I promise you will. Because you have yourself. And that is the strongest person that I know. And the strongest person that you know. You have yourself. And you will get through these rough moments. Remember, grieving is not a one-time, one-stop thing. But when you hit those lows, the highs are going to be super good. And they're going to feel amazing. And when you are in those highs, you enjoy them. You soak up that sun. And on those lows, you hold on tight. And you hold on to the people that love you dearest that will be there for you. But most importantly, you're going to be there for yourself. I love you so, so much. Just know that you are not alone. You will get through these seasons. And I am right here rooting for you. I love you so, so much. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, let me know. Slide in my DMs. Leave me a comment, review, rate, subscribe. And I can't wait to see you guys on my next episode. I love you. Here's to healing and everything else that comes in. I know we grow and we learn, but right now, here's to healing. I love you. You got this. I am so proud of you, and I will see you on my next episode.